0: Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So I had a conversation about self-love with a friend and it turned out to take on a slightly different flavor that was a little bit new and fresh to me. I mean, it kind of had all the same ingredients as most of the self-love kind of concepts do, but we arranged them in a different way and like something different emerged a little bit, um, that I thought was definitely worth keeping, sharing, uh, expressing, jotting down, taking note of, et cetera. Uh so and it also has a metaphor, of course. <laughs> and the metaphor is sort of about just relationships, like uh, enjoying yourself is like enjoying a relationship with someone else. And that doesn't seem very new and fresh because I've heard that idea a lot. But we just sort of framed it or specified it a little bit more clearly. So anyway, here is kind of how it went. You know, I think often people talk about, you know, accepting yourself, you know, this this because so many of us are told, They're like various degrees of self-love, I guess, is what I'm kind of getting to, where there's like specific stuff that we kind of have to hit. I mean, there are people who are really in a bad place because they've been told that they're valueless or they've told themselves that they need to change or that they don't like how they are and they need to be someone different. We're often told even by like the media and you know that we need to be different or be better or be something other than what we are just because of even like societal norms. And what would make your life easier is to be this person, you know, so we do this to ourselves, other people do it to us and Society does it to us. But so there's that level of just like accepting yourself and not trying to be someone else. And there's also this level of self-love that has to do with like actually... Not giving yourself such a hard time, not beating yourself up, which is also kind of like accepting the self. You know, I accept myself, but also it starts to move into I like myself. Like, I'm okay with being how I am. I like this. I'm going to not just accept it, but like embrace it, which does sort of border on liking it. You know, like, hey, I, whatever, am not very physically coordinated or something like that and I'm going to stop hating this about myself or I'm not very social. Um, You know, I am introverted or I don't get along with just old any person or I'm not you know the life of the party and I'm going to stop hating this about myself and stop trying to change it and beat myself into submission or be someone else instead I'm going to not just accept it but then kind of embrace it like yeah that's just me I'm going to chuckle at it laugh at it smile at it enjoy it like you would another person you know like hi I would um, totally be willing to love another person who um, has some social awkwardness like no problem and sort of doing that for yourself and I think often that is the way that we talk about loving yourself accepting yourself and being your own friend okay like being your own being a friend to yourself similarly to kind of you know being able to chuckle and smile and laugh at some other friend who is socially awkward or has the attribute that you have and I think all of that is you know really important milestone steps like really important but then there's this other layer I mean well there's another layer that people talk about where it's like being your own best friend like really enjoying your own company I wasn't even planning on throwing this out there but I did see a quote today it was like a Uh, Jean-Paul Sartre um, quote. That's how Americans say it. I (laughs) I also try to speak French too, so I know I'm like, God, should I pronounce that the way I think it's really pronounced or will no American actually understand what I'm saying? Anyway, it is a quote that is, if you really don't enjoy being alone, then you're in bad company (laughs) you know like sort of expressing something that's a little bit adjacent to what we're talking about where it's like hey so maybe you haven't established a friendship with yourself like you're in bad company maybe you just you know I think he was sort of pointing to like you haven't developed a an enjoyable self or you know um, (laughs) maybe yeah you're in bad company you know Because you haven't really become a friend to yourself or someone, yourself hasn't developed to the point where it is good company or enjoyable to even yourself, you know? So how is it supposed to be enjoyable to other people? And it's funny because like I said, I didn't even plan on throwing that out there, but it is so like I said, adjacent or related to this other aspect that I got into with my friend where being your own friend is also a little bit more. It is also a little or like self-love, like a, another way, a deeper way, a more specific and detailed way to look at self-love a different angle To this concept of self love, that I think is sort of like a more full or like additional step to take is that, like, not just do I embrace who I am or indulge myself, because I can use my son as an example. Children, young children, they do actually generally have self-love. Of course, plenty of children have had this changed or traumatized or beaten or wounded out of them, of course. But in general, a child does accept themselves and love themselves in the way of, I don't even know that it's not okay to be this way, kind of. Or I'm totally just going to be me and I'm going to let myself have whatever it wants to have. I'm just going to be however I want to be or do whatever I want to do. And there's a certain level of self-acceptance and self-love in that. But it is kind of a step one, right? Because like my son, for example, (laughs) you know, he's still young, he's still developing and there he lets himself be however he wants to be. He goes with whatever impulse he wants and He indulges himself, you know, he doesn't have the opposite of self-love, where he's like trying to change himself or unhappy with who he is or whatever. In you know, the way that we typically think of self-love being like a relevant topic, like if you don't have it, oh, well, you better start to accept yourself, blah, 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 get that first stage of self-love going. But instead, he has this thing where, you know, he totally lets himself be who he is. However... (laughs) I don't think he would enjoy himself if he were in a room with himself, like a carbon copy of him. You know, I don't think he would enjoy himself or be able to enjoy himself or be friends with that person because he is still in a place of like indulging himself. He just lets himself do whatever he feels. And so I guess you could say he's his own best friend. Yeah, sure. He's his own Best enabler, you know, like he kind of indulges himself, you know, he lets himself be however he feels like being in the moment. If he feels like, you know, grabbing that toy and crashing down, you know, what somebody else is working on or whatever, you know, I mean, it's not as bad as that, but I'm just using an extreme example because this is what we're doing here, fleshing out an example. But, you know, if he wants to stomp his feet or change his mind or only think of what he wants, that's exactly what he does, you know? And um, so he is sort of loving himself, but he's in a a self-indulgent kind of thing because he would not enjoy himself if himself were in the same room with him. (laughs) Literally, if we were able to like do a mimic of him and like put that person in the room with him, he would be like, ugh! I don't like this person. They're always doing whatever they want. They don't even let me have a turn. They don't even think about me. They don't even, you know, um, let me do my thing. They're stomping around and, you know, grabbing things and whatever. Okay. This is the example. And I think that that's a different layer. And that is the layer that Sartre points to when he's saying, you're in bad company if you don't enjoy being alone like the fact that you could even be in bad company with yourself oh it seems to be kind of contrary to self-love because man aren't you shaming me for being how I am and like it's okay to be how I am and isn't that what I'm taught this like self-acceptance I mean isn't that self-love I'm supposed to accept myself and let myself be who I really am and you know accept (laughs) yes okay like I mean it I see how it kind of gets muddled because yeah you are supposed to accept your Yourself and embrace yourself. Absolutely. Just like it's beautiful that my son indulges himself. And it, there's a beautiful element that he lets himself be who he is, you know, and he doesn't have that other stuff in there quite yet. I mean, kind of because I'm his mom, and I'm trying to teach him this layer that I'm speaking of right now. And that is, it's not the, the shamey do unto others, you know, where it's like, hey, you know, you better... Be what everybody else wants you to be. Because I think sometimes when people are talking about that whole do unto others as you would have them do to you, it does sort of bleed into please the other people. <laughs> do what they want you to do. Be who they want you to be because you want them to please you, right? You want them to be your personal like monkeys to dance however you want them to. So you better do that for them or, you know, it, it emphasizes what other people think of you and it emphasizes letting that be the criteria of your value and I think that really confuses the whole situation away from self-love you know but I think there is a version of do unto others as you would have them do unto you that can be very poignant and important and in fact nail the real complete sort of journey of self-love and that is this version where it's like be someone, take who you really are, you know, don't squelch it, don't change it, don't shame it, um, take who you really are, be who you really are, take that first step that the little kids already have, you know, and like indulge yourself, yeah, indulge who you are, smile at it, enjoy it, chuckle at it, you know, let it be there, do what you want to do, be who you actually are, you know, that, and then, get creative because you have the power of creativity you have the power of writing your own story you can rearrange the parts this is you (laughs) you can take all the same bare raw materials you do not have to chuck any of them you do not have to squeeze or bind or you know hide any of them take all that raw material and let it be exactly how it is But you as the creator, as the actual self, arrange it, arrange it, have them, the elements of yourself work together, partner together, um, linked in such a way, because you can absolutely, I believe like come up with a configuration that has all those parts of yourself working together as a team in such a way that you are doing unto others as you would have yourself do unto yourself. You know, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm sort of mixing those two phrases to make sure that that I join that concept in here. But it's like do that so that you would really enjoy yourself. If someone did carbon copy you do arrange you and a let let you be you with all of you that is there but arrange it in such a way or think of it in such a way to like would i enjoy this person if i was with them would i be in good company with myself am i really able to be friends with myself like that's what i mean when it's like you know being your own best friend like would i enjoy me if i were in the room Would I really be able to be friends with me if I were in the room? And if I'm a no to that, if I'm like, no, I would freaking hate myself. Like, this would be awful. We'd fight all the time. Then see what you can do with the configuration. Doesn't mean... Squelching. And like, this is what I mean, where the whole do unto others concept puts too much emphasis on what other people want you to be. Uh, uh-uh, You know, like you're still going to be who you need to be and who you actually are and then you're just going to arrange it in a way that you would really you enjoy that person. You really enjoy that person if they were sitting there at the conversation table with you, if they were living with you in your apartment as your own, you know, as your roommate, you would enjoy them not every second, of course, you know. And of course, there are elements that like, you know, someone's very similar to you are then you sometimes butt heads, but like of course, you know, I don't mean in some sort of perfect way. I'm saying this is a very interesting metaphorical way to look at it or rule of thumb that really sheds a different light on self-love and what that can actually mean. Like, again, because yeah, then you're in good company. You know, you can enjoy being alone because you're in good company. Um, This concept that Sartre was talking about, about, hey, like, If you don't enjoy being alone, you might be in bad company. You might want to check that. I mean, not to shame you, but like to encourage you to go a little deeper in there. You know, you might not have developed that self or brought that self forward in such a way or configured or gotten creative enough or asked yourself enough questions, gotten to know yourself, gotten some dexterity and some skillfulness and some like manipulation with how you work and sort of step in to yourself enough? You know, you might not have gotten that full dexterity of the self in order to step in to that self and be in good company. Have you developed that self into something that is good company, genuinely good company for you? And that's the only rule of thumb you can really do, you know? I mean, it's not about what other people want of course, then it does follow very naturally that other people can enjoy it too. But again, not every person because that's not how we're made. We are all made so different and unique and like combos (laughs) don't all match. But even if someone is able to just enjoy it from a distance like that's not my cup of tea but i appreciate it for what it is and that is usually what does happen when someone gets to that place of self-love where they truly can enjoy their own company they have developed into a place with themselves um a place of the self a, a level of skillfulness with the self depth of self in order to be good company you know um For themselves, it usually, I mean, in my opinion, I could do a whole nother podcast recording on, for me, I've found that that generally, like, has this big, really important component called taking... Responsibility, like somebody that takes radical levels of responsibility for themselves and who they are, that's a person who has learned how to be their own best friend. That is someone who has learned how to actually be good company with themselves and to enjoy. If they had themselves as a roommate, it would be okay, you know? And that is generally someone, in my opinion, like my little theory goes that it's like someone who is taking a lot of responsibility for who they are. I mean, it's a very general thing. But as long as somebody's taking that responsibility, then they are usually doing the work of being their own best friend. And therefore, they are in that, in that very act, taking deep levels of responsibility for who they are. And then it makes it so that um, even if they're not your cup of tea, in terms of like the day-to-day and all the little details of what you prefer in life, you can still have a beautiful appreciation of who they are at a distance. And you can enjoy them, you know, because they have that level of self love, that level of self love, that means they're their own good company, you know, they are actually developed enough to be good company, they are able to live in the room with themselves, like they are taking deep responsibility. And so they've got them, you know, and so that's what makes that person like, hey, even though they're not my cup of tea, Man, I totally respect them. I can enjoy them from a distance. Like, you got you. Like, that level of responsibility puts us all in a place of appreciation. Like, I can appreciate you because you can appreciate you. And I appreciate that you're taking that level of responsibility. I appreciate that. It's beautiful just to watch that kind of self be there, you know, Um, and self-love be there. Because I'm definitely saying, you know, this is... An element to self-love, I believe, Uh, a really important one that I don't know if we really like hit in great detail. Anyway, I'm just going to use a couple of examples um, because there was the person that I was talking to and I... We'll use him him as an example because I don't think he'll mind um, because I think that helps. I think that helps sometimes when I'm like talking about this theoretical stuff and it's like, huh, what do you mean? And I talked about my son, but that's a kid. And you're like, yeah, well, I don't just go around like stomping people's towers down anymore. So how does this apply like in real life? Because I feel like adults struggle with it a ton, (laughs) Um, but they just don't necessarily see it because it's not as obvious. We've been taught these, like, social cues so as not to do what the kids are doing, but we're still sort of struggling with the same struggle, which is, I don't even think I would really enjoy my own company. I mean, so, for example, this guy who, he, he like, really loves freedom. Okay. Like freedom, 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 freedom. Doesn't really like to be pinned down to anything. Um, once all the options open, cause probably, you know, he's like really afraid to go down one path and like, what if all those other ones are where I'm really supposed to be? Or, you know, what if I need to, and and that's cool. Like, you know, this, he's easily excited, like loves novelty and, you know, just like freedom and, There is an aspect of that that is beautiful. I'm, you know, this is a great way to be. We all need this on the planet, you know, these like freedom loving, like fun folks, etc. However, he has or does often take that freedom lovingness to a different level and never you know, we'll never even say what his, he likes everything, right? Let's just put it like a really, I like everything. I don't want to say any one thing or any core things that I definitely like, or I don't want to nail it down to anything or make a decision or commit to anything or start a plan or start a path. Cause I just want the freedom, you know, all the freedom. And, um, What happens is it's really hard to know who the guy is, you know, and I think um, it becomes a little chaotic because he's never willing to be any one thing or to let you know any. It's like you can have a million things that you love floating around and, you know, they can change daily. Um, But he's wanting this freedom to have zero structure in his being or in his life. Um, And even in the things that he likes, like, who am I? What do I even like? He doesn't want any structure. He wants the ability to kind of create his own little structures daily, take them apart without letting anybody know, because he's kind of beholden to no one and he doesn't need to tell them and, you know, um, take down the structures, put them back up. Today, I like this. Tomorrow, I'm going to like this. Today, I'm on this plan. Tomorrow, I'm on this plan. And that's fine. Again, there are plenty of beautiful things about this. I mean, those are people that are always sort of willing to consider new ideas. I mean, this is great stuff, but it gets to a level, um, combined with his other, you know, things, uh, in his persona to where he wouldn't enjoy it himself. I don't think, I don't think that if he were to be friends with himself, if he were to be roommates with himself he would probably be like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he chuckles about himself. He indulges himself. So when I say, yeah, you know, you love freedom and you don't let any, like you won't even claim any core values, you know? You won't even say like, well, these are my core things that I love, and then all these other things are new things that I'm trying on, and I love the novelty of them, and um you know, but like the "I will claim nothing." <laughs> uh, he chuckles, and he thinks it's funny and cute, you know, like, yep, that's me, haha. And that's great. You know, that is an element of self-love. That's a childish type of self-love that my son has. where It's like, it's beautiful. Great. Because I certainly don't want him to beat himself up about it Um, and be like, you know, because he has in the past, um, you know, thought like, oh, gosh, I'm never going to be successful in the world if I don't you know, have a structure and settle down and do things the way you're supposed to. And like, I don't want him to do that because it's really not him and it's really not healthy for him. And he doesn't want to do that anymore because he's tried that and that sucks. And he really needs to embrace the fact that he freaking loves freedom and he is, you know, loving to be flighty and in the air and here, there and everywhere, you know, that's what he loves. And so He should. He should absolutely embrace that about himself. And that's kind of, you know, this is illustrating my point of like, you know, so step one, embrace that. Let yourself be yourself. Absolutely. But he wouldn't enjoy him. And there are some small changes that he could make. It wouldn't have to be a squelching of his deep inner person. He could still be a freedom loving, you know, bouncing here and there and everywhere. New ideas, kind of excitable dude. No problem. But what would be necessary for you if you... Lived as a roommate with that particular guy to really enjoy that guy, you know, because I don't think at the moment he would enjoy himself if he were a roommate because it would be like, it's too hard to figure this guy out. There's no structure. He never lets me know what's going on. It changes like the wind. It's like absolute chaos, you know. And to some degree, he likes chaos. So some of him would be very okay with that. But ultimately, it's a little too far. Like, I, I you know, I don't think he would enjoy it. He would feel really confused, you know, because he. He does like stability and security of like knowing who someone is. And I think he would feel really confused about like, I don't even know. I don't know if this guy likes me or doesn't like me. I don't know if we're friends or not friends. I don't know if he's there for me or not there for me. I don't know if I can even invite him to do X, Y, or Z because I don't know if he likes it today. And he never follows up and like tells you like, Hey, you know what I'm really getting into lately is this, you know, it all happens in his head because he stays so free that he doesn't even like update folks on the changes that are happening minute to minute ever even the people that are in his close sphere like his roommate you know and i don't think he would like that i think he would have issue he would be like i kind of like the guy you know i can see some things i like about his person but like it's really hard to be close with him you know i just can't like settle in and kind of get my bearings and understand you know who is him or where i stand or what we can be and there's like no ground to stand on you know, and I think that's what he would say about a guy exactly like him as his roommate, etc. And so that's some really important stuff because I totally think he can find a way to still be him and still be all the things that he really is. And... Rain that in creatively configure it doesn't mean squish it or any but just like sort it out creatively configure it move some parts around connect this part of yourself with that part of itself so that there's like circuitry running and some synergy because you know the part of him that likes stability because he does have that part he loves to feel secure or stable the part of him that likes security, if we link that in, in such a way and like get that to communicate with the part of him that loves freedom. And we get those two parts to like be friends and communicate with each other and like get them connected in a circuit, then it will be much easier for him to be that freedom loving everywhere, all at the same time guy with some stability you know um with something that's some solid ground for someone else to like really feel like they're standing on with him um you know, that we could connect those parts. But right now, they're kind of disconnected. One's over here, one's over there. And he likes the stability in other people, but he's searching for, you know, but he doesn't realize that he's not. um, And this also comes back into some other really cliche statements, where it's like, you know, if you're not embodying the things that you want, like if he wants stability in his life, But and likes that in other people, likes to have stable friends or stable people that he can rely on and know like they're there for me, you know, trust and things like that really matter. And you're not being that yourself. You're not embodying those things yourself. Then, hey, like heads up, there's an issue, you know, and I've heard that in personal growth circles. So, again, it gets into that cliche stuff where we've heard it all before, but like unifying it this way. And using this metaphor was a little fresh to me. I mean, not like blow your mind fresh, but like, hey, worth sharing. And I think it kind of gave him a little way, like, oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, even though he feels like he has made huge strides towards self love, and he has, he has made huge strides because he is willing to embrace who he is now and he's not trying to have a nine to five job or not trying to do all the things that other people tell him he needs to pick one thing in life and go for that you know instead he's letting himself be more free and knows and is able to smile and chuckle at the fact that um you know he might have a totally new plan for his life each week you know and he's able to chuckle and smile about that and that's great because at least that does put him in a place of a great stride towards self-love you know But the real extra layer of self-love is to be able to be roommates and buddies and sit at a conversation table with yourself and truly enjoy that person who is you, you know, or sit alone with yourself and be in good company. And he's not quite there because I think if he was roommates, you know, there's just like this little extra add to self-love that would really put him in a deeper place of peace and a more complete state of self-love. And that would be The element, like I said, that seems almost counter to self-love because it's like we go all these ways to like all this length to accept ourselves and not to squish ourselves and not to, you know, sort of critique ourselves. We do that as our first step. But then the second step is with that full embrace still to do some of the stuff that seems like critique, but it doesn't have to be. What we understand the word critique to be. It's more like adjustment, creativity, rearrangement, linking of things, gaining some skill, getting some more dexterity, deepening, you know, other words. And so it seems like critique to be like, all right, well, so now that you've embraced yourself, now figure out how you need to change that. (laughs) Well, okay, yeah, a little bit, but it's more just like reconfigure it. You don't need to change yourself. You just need to configure it in a way so that, like, all things are balanced and you actually enjoy your own company. You know, if your freedom loving self that doesn't want any structure in life um, and you ch- smile and chuckle that, you know, every week you're probably going to have a new game plan for your life. Cool. You know, can you enjoy that? Would you enjoy that if you were roommates? And, and that tells you so much because you might say, yes, if. Or no, because, you know, and then the ifs and the because that tells you so much, you know, like, yes, I could totally enjoy that guy if he kept me abreast of how the changes were happening week to week, you know, just a little check in just you know, what are we on this week kind of thing? Like, yes, if, okay, cool. Well, then that gives you a lot of like information on how to be more deeply In a state of self love, more deeply in a state of self skillfulness to be able to really be your own roommate. If you, you know, like, okay, I need to communicate where I'm at more to myself and to others. As I change my structure, as I change that week to week, I need to communicate that to others and to myself more. Say it out loud, think about it, really hone in on where I am this week in a way that could be put to words. And when I do that, Ooh, like a whole new element kind of gets relieved or released because I'm in such a greater level of skill with myself. And I feel such a deeper level of ease with myself, such a deeper level of self-love. Um, that is, again, my theoretical and or experiential like thing that I've experienced, you know, uh, my theoretical uh guess my theory i mean like i'm totally using the wrong form of the word i guess i should just be saying like that's my theory and that's my experience (laughs) all right um yeah i just thought it was worth sharing hope you thought so too thank you so much for listening i've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that i can i find it brings connection back It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.